This is In The Zone. Cecilia Towns, the founder, CEO of GladiateHurst.com. Thank you. That's what I like to do. What, what's next? World domination? Yeah. I mean, what's so, next? Uh, <laughs> um, that, that, is, that is eventual, but not quite next. Just growing GladiateHurst is really what's next for us. And then, and then world domination. <laughs> you know, it cracks me up every time y'all say I'm on the celebrity line. On the In The Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network. This is it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the all-new In The Zone show sponsored by the In The Zone Network. I am your host for the upcoming Season 5, Ashley Wright of Sports With Ashley, also sponsored by the network. Today, I'm joined by Josh Price of the upcoming podcast, The Price Check, and Arlington DA Train Lane of The A Train Show. Josh, how are you? I'm doing very well. It's a great day to be Absolutely. Indeed, indeed. It is a great day to be an NBA fan. Arlington, how are you? Man, all I can say right now is uh, NBA free agency is better than anything out there right now. Isn't it beautiful? Like, the NBA is the most wonderful, like, tabloid league ever. Like, oh, oh, yeah, without a doubt, man. Because, I mean, <laughs> you, got, you got to love NBA drama, man. Yes. No matter where it's found. It's something new, it seems like, everybody. <laughs> Every team, there's nobody that's here. Nobody gets discriminated against everybody in the people opposite. Yeah, when we're done with this show, it's going to be another uh, move that's going to happen before you know it. Hi-key. Hi-key. So let's talk about the move that happened at 1.30 a.m. Missouri time. <laughs> right. The L.A. Clippers signed Kawhi Leonard, but that wasn't the big move. Like A lot of people thought that Kawhi Leonard would go back home to the Clippers. The thing is, Kawhi pulled off one of the quietest heists ever and got also L.A. native Paul George of the Oklahoma City Thunder to L.A. It's crazy. Josh. Right, right, right. (laughs) Josh, you're an avid Lakers fan. How do you feel about this move that the L.A. Clippers pulled off? Uh, it's the, I mean, it's always going to stink a little bit when the you know, team that you share a building with gets the same player that you were you know, trying to get. Uh, but I think it's the best thing for the league. You want the Clippers to be in the conversation of contenders. Uh, this is the first time in a while where they truly are one of, if not the, the favorite right now, based on how their roster is currently constructed. So, uh, Paul George was a heist indeed. Nobody knew he was available. Nobody knew this was in the works. Uh, Kawhi, while you know he kind of played it up to want to pursue the Lakers, I think to all of this point here a few minutes ago, that probably was just more leverage for them to actually make the move that he wanted. Uh, but all in all, it's a great thing for the league, and I'm excited to see what that other rivalry looks like. I would say this with the with the Clippers is that they're not there yet. They you have to understand is that it's going to look good for the Clippers. They're going to be a contending team like Josh has stated, but they won't be a championship team. They won't be. What, what do you think that piece is that they're missing to become a championship team? You have to almost take the Warriors' standpoint at this case. You have to remember that you can have stars, but they also have to play team ball, which is, is starting to look that way with the Clippers. 
you got team players. You know, Paul is going to be a team player. Kawhi is a team player. Just look at what happened in the NBA Finals. Look what has happened when he was with the Spurs. He's a team player. Okay, so when they needed him, he was there. He was a he's a quiet superstar for a reason. But they're not there quite yet. You got to have that deep bench. See, even with the if you look at the Warriors dynasty, the Warriors could put five starting. You had your five starting players, of course, with Steph, Clay, Iguodala uh, at the time, Draymond Green, and you can put whoever you want at center. And then when Kevin Durant was inserted in, you know, you just adjust accordingly. The same thing is said when you have to get the bench. Can, can they start if somebody goes down? You know what I mean? Then they can insert themselves. You gotta have a bench that's like that. If you can have a bench that can uh, acclimate themselves with the starters, you can win a championship. Because you gotta be fundamentally sound, you gotta play defense, you gotta shoot. Just think about what Quinn Cook did when he was with the Warriors. You know, nobody expected him to do what he did, you know. <laughs> Patrick McCall, you know, even when, <laughs> even when St. Louis is on Patrick McCall, man, even though he wasn't a, a primary impact guy off the bench, my oh, man still got three rings. Three rings already. Three years, three rings. Yeah. Yeah. So my thing is, you got to incorporate more with the Warriors. I mean, that's what everybody looks at now. It used to be the Spurs for a long time. But now the Warriors, because of there's one name is the reason why all this is happening. That logo that you see yeah, out there. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I do want to get into. A lot of people, when you're talking about NBA execs, you bring up Danny Ainge, you bring up um, Sam Presti, whatever. So Jerry West mm-hmm. literally, like, quietly pulls in Paul George from OKC for basically, like, Jacobs, Gilgis, Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, and first-round picks. Granted, OKC now has first-round picks through 2025 now, thanks to the Clippers. But that's like, it sounds like a small price to pay for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, especially with all that defense that you have now in L.A. You've got Patrick Beverly, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Montrez Harrell. He's a team player. He can play defense. Mo Harkless plays defense. It's a lot of upside in L.A. now, thanks to Jerry West. And I will say real quick, because the way it's looking with Jerry, Jerry just is under the radar. He stays that way. And been that way for years. You know, you can name some people off of them from the Lakers. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry is the reason Kobe and Shaq was made. So, like, we, we have to give Jerry credit where credit is due. Uh, landed Shaq, made the trade for Kobe Bryant, brought Kevin Durant to the Warriors, now bringing Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to the Clippers. Like, there's nothing else left for him to do as a basketball executive to be like, hey, I'm the double. Give me my type. High key. I feel bad for Michael Jordan, man, because Michael Jordan messed around and lost probably your franchise franchise player. That was the guy that you were building. How did you lose him? And then for what, eight years that Kimball Walker was in Charlotte, they made the playoffs like what? Three times? Two, three times? So yeah, as Michael Jordan. Jerry West is kind of famous, but you might be the greatest of all time on the court, man, but you know what, right now, as a, from an ownership standpoint, man, I, I just wish that you would did a little bit more. Well, you probably did. Probably tried to. Probably did try to, but it's just like couldn't give enough to say I'll build around for the shot. You know, you have a lot of influence with the Hornets, but that is your team. Everybody knows who you are. 
lot of influence, man. Something as a disconnect. So we we brought it up at the beginning of this podcast where things might change as we sit here. Honestly about to walk out. Wolves drops two bombs on us as we're sitting here. First one was that OKC and Russell Westbrook have now had talks about a potential trade. Second Wolves bomb is now that you want to So now for those who are just now joining us, you're listening to the all-new In The Zone Network show, hosted by yours truly, Ashley Wright, for the upcoming season five. We've got some exciting news. Like, I'm joined by Josh Price of the upcoming Price Check show and Arlington, the A-Train lane of the, of the A-Train show. And DeMarcus Boogie Cousins is the newest member of the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers just signed Danny Green two years. You add Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Taylor, the rookie Taylor. From Iowa State. Beautiful player. Yes. What? Yes. Beautiful. I'm a fan of his and I'm a fan of Zach Lovell. Two guys that just make the space floor, they know how to attack, they know how to play defense. Like those are the types of guys you want to steal in the second round or draft. So now I'm thinking the boogie AD experiment in New Orleans goes out the window, right? Yeah. Th- this is this is the new start to yeah. the AD boogie era. Like this is this is major. What do you think about this move? Um, if boogie is healthy, this is this could be drastic for for everybody involved. Um, you think about what the Clippers just did and basically paired the best two way wing combo you could probably put together. These guys can't go out. So you have to find a way to counterbalance that, and this is the way to make sure, okay, hey, Clippers, you, you guys need to stay with your brother support a little bit longer. Also, the Lakers re-signed JaVale McGee. Arlington, what do you think about the post-presence that the Lakers have now? They're, they're really deep in the post. <sighs> you know, here's the thing with, um, you don't know what kind of DeMarcus Cousins going to come for the next season. I think granted DeMarcus played a bit for the Warriors last year. Right, but he got small, small package of got to play in the NBA Finals and did some things. Can he be that guy? Is he going to be that guy? Or is he going to be the Can he put up that guy? Or is he going to just relegate himself to uh, bench style? You know what I mean? Get, you know, get a little small, he can rebound. I don't see a lot of defense because you may disagree with that, but... It's a stacked team, man. And what for Anthony Davis saying, hey, man, come on over. We can go play together again. And, like, you know, the Kentucky guys. Come on, man. Right. This just makes perfect sense at this point. And LeBron, oh, my God. It just, the way the Lakers are looking like right now, man. (laughs) It's looking like they just went from no playoffs to now the number one seed in the West. It's it's like checkmate. Is Checkmate. it? Is well, it? Checkmate. Checkmate. So even, even as a Lakers fan, I am still fearful of the thought that, okay, we got to come down to court. We got to Pat Bell, first team, all defense. Kawhi Leonard, first team, all defense. Paul George, first team, all defense. Like, you, that, the Clippers versus Lakers series this year is going to be must-watch television 
everything. And I agree with that, but the Clippers have obviously shown that they need that post piece too. They need a presence down low. That's no doubt. Hey, they gonna put the remember you it used to be the Lakers and the Clippers was the nightcap. Like I'm talking about like you had to wait to nine, yeah, nine yeah. thirty minutes. That's gonna be this in yeah. ABC game. That's the afternoon <laughs> ABC yeah. game. No lot. Prime time. <laughs> that is hitting up that second game oh, on ABC. Soon as you, soon as you get done, I'm wrapping the presents. This is our gift to you. Hey, right. this is dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You finish with dinner? Get ready for Clippers Lakers, man. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, this going down, man. I feel bad for the Raptors. And the reason why I say that is because they the NBA champions. Because the NBA champions get a lot of play, you know, when they when they get to national televised games. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought up the Raptors though, because the Raptors had a chance, according to Woj, to land Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and retain Kawhi Leonard in a trade that was proposed by Sam Presti and the OKC Thunder. Granted, a lot of people are saying that it would have been a asset diminishing trade if the Raptors did agree. They would have given up Siakam, possibly Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka on numerous draft picks. But can you really say that the Raptors lost out? I mean, they have the opportunity. Yeah, I can say that um, they lost out because they had, you know, of course they put that pitch for Kawhi Leonard there. And it was going to go down to two teams. The Lakers were never in play with it. It just, he just tricked everybody. But that's what, that's what it's all about. It was about the Clippers and it was about the Raptors. I would have said stay with the Raptors because you just won this championship. And you're going to get more money out of the deal. But according, and, and what's really crazy, it ain't even about the money for real no more. No. It's about playing with my best friends uh-huh. on, on different teams. We team up and see what we can do to, uh, to win a championship together. And that's the NBA culture now. That is the culture. Yep. So you think about it, what's going on in the East. The Raptors just lost out on their final MVP. Okay, you got Kyle Lowry. You're gonna have uh, what's my man, uh, uh, the one most approved, Pascal Siakam. You're gonna have him uh, in the mix. He's gonna have to become a star now. He's gonna have to be the guy. You know, uh, Fred VanVleet. You know, he's gonna have to jump in now and, and take over. Uh, probably in the starting position. I, I can't see him back off the bench again. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. But now you got that. You're gonna have the Nets. You got the Celtics. You know. It's, Wide open east. Yeah, it's wide open. And I think if you're Masai Ujiri, from everything that I've heard and read on Twitter, things like that, he has been over the moon about the idea of doing a rebuild in Toronto. Maybe this gives him the opportunity to do that. Um, I don't know, you know, what strings he feels like he may be able to pull in that situation, but um, basically all of their key players are free agents after next season. So, what this season holds for you in trying to uh, defend your title, and then after that, reshape and remake the roster all over again. But I do think it's going to be much more difficult for them now without Kawhi. Uh, again, for those who are just now joining us, this is the all new In the Zone show, hosted by your new host, me, Ashley Wright. 
from the Sports with Ashley podcast powered by the In The Zone Network. I'm joined with Josh Price of the upcoming Price Check and Arlington, the A-Train lane of the A-Train show. And we were just talking about the dramatics of the NBA. (laughs) How they're ongoing. Yeah, ongoing dramatics of the NBA. We had breaking news while we were recording this podcast. DeMarcus Blickie Cousins is now the newest member of the Los Angeles Lakers. We were also talking about the Raptors in the East. I do want to keep things in the East. I want to talk about KD and Kyrie Irving joining the Brooklyn Nets and what this means for the Eastern Conference. Josh, what do you think this does to the standings over in the East? Brooklyn, to me, is still going to be a playoff team. Um, probably somewhere around the 4-5 or five seed. It's going to be tough for them to get their footing without KD this first year. Uh, but whenever you get a player of the caliber of Kyrie Irving, you're going to be in contention, at least I feel like. Uh, and the East, if you look at it right now, they don't have a whole lot of teams that are kind of, you know, at that upper echelon. So you've got Milwaukee, you've got uh, Philly with their offseason moves. Boston's still going to be a team to, you know, record with, uh, even though they may have taken a slight step back. But after that, it's pretty wide open. That's Indiana out there with some of the additions that they made, which I like. Uh, Brooklyn's definitely going to be in that conversation again. You know, everything else is kind of a toss-up. So they'll be fine. It's going to, you know, take for them to, you know, kind of get that footing initially. But um, in waiting on Kevin Durant to come back, they'll still be able to take The way I see it right now with the Brooklyn Nets, it's really looking I have to wait till 2020, 2020, 2021 to know what it's going to be like. And this is, I'm looking at it currently right now at the potential starting five for next season. So 2019, 2020, you're looking at Kyrie Irving, you're going to have Joe Harris, uh, Karis LeVert coming over, uh, Tareem Prince. Uh, from uh, they came from Atlanta, yep. and then they just got DeAndre Jordan. They go along with Kyrie Irving. So at this point right now, as I look at that, I I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm say they're gonna get the seventh seed. Okay, I'm gonna go on a limb and say they're gonna, they're gonna be the bottom of the East because the East is gonna be wild. The Raptors are now depleted, so you got them. Then you got the Celtics. You know, now with Kimball Walker, let's not forget Philly. Let's not forget Philly now. Even though they lost Jimmy Butler to Miami, they just messed around. But they added Al Horford. Al Horford. Who basically had their number for the past two years in the playoffs, literally, like, dogging everyone down low, shooting from the three. So now, if you can't beat them, sign them. And then you got these three big men over 6'10", or 6'9", at least, with Al Horford, Ben Simmons, and now and, and Joel Embiid. I'm like, if Philly don't get to the Eastern Conference Finals, it's a bust. It's a bust. I don't even, you know, there's no way you can sit here and convince me otherwise. You got three big men, okay? Granted, Ben Simmons and Duke, we, know, we all know he needs to work on his shoe, okay? That is just going to be... And if I'm Ben Simmons, that's all I'm working on for real all season. You got all the other intangibles. You know, you keep up with them every now and again, but shooting is what I need to work on because you need to tell people that I can at least shoot 70% with a free throw one and I can make effective shots when you need me. You don't have JJ Reddick in the side of the world. So you're going to need somebody that's going to come in and going to have to give some uh, offensive punch from the free throw line. Okay, so that's 
and that's gonna be the key thing here. But look at this, those three men. Come on, man, that looked like an Eastern Conference Finals group right there. Yeah, and I, I think now, if you're looking at it from the standpoint of, okay, how do I build my team to compete with the rest of the conference? Kawhi is no longer in Toronto, so you now have an upper hand there. If you're looking at the teams that were above you last year, the only one left is Milwaukee. And Horford is also quietly one of the better defenders against Giannis. So you have to now look at it and say Philly might be the best team in the East, at least as it stands currently. Honestly, back to Arlington's point, if you're Philadelphia and don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, it is a bust because right now, take advantage of Kevin Durant being injured. As crazy as it might sound, that's that's what you have to do. Of course. Yeah. It's how the chips fail, so take advantage of it. If you don't take advantage of that, it's an even more bust than him being on the Nets healthy because you're like, come on now, you don't have, you don't have to guard Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard is no longer a member of the Toronto Raptors. You signed the man that had your number for the past two years in the playoffs. It's no excuse. Um, I do also want to bring up Kimball Walker being in Boston. Josh, what do you think this does to the young Boston team with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? So, it, in a weird way, while Kyrie is the better player, I kind of feel like Kimball's the better fit for them. And I agree with you. Yep. So, because I think Kim was more of a team first guy. Mm-hmm. I also think that he's going to do the same type of fourth quarter closing stuff that Kyrie does without the back. Mm-hmm. And so, you now have Tatum and Brown who can take that step up without feeling like, oh, well, as soon as I get high, okay, Kyrie's going to feel like he has to take the ball back and take it out of our mm-hmm. hands. Kim was probably welcoming that. After playing with the likes of Kid Gilchrist and Jeremy Lamb for what the last five to six years in Charlotte, wasting his time away. Mm-hmm. I agree with that so wholeheartedly. Like when you just mention the word team, that's the thing with, with Kimball Walker. And I think him with Brad Stevens is going to be a good mix. And he's, uh, Brad's going to allow Kimball to do what he does. But again, like you said, there's no badge that's going to be in Boston with him. And so now Kimball is going to have an opportunity on a grander stage, okay? So now this is an opportunity for Kimba to be a distributor. It's going to be an issue because you won't have Al Horton to go around. So you're going to have to find something low post uh, that will be enough that they can get to in this kind of final You know what I mean? So now you got to find, let's see, we got a little bit of time, but you got to make sure that um, you got to get the post presence going to have the outside shooting. What are you going to do with Terry Rozier? Is he going to remain with the team or is he going to ship him off or is he going to have to play off the bench? Well, it's good that you brought him up. It was actually a sign and trade. So Terry Rozier is now going to be a member of the Charlotte Hornets and then Kemba Walker goes to Boston. Okay, so there it is. Though. So, and also, what he does for Terry is that he gets an opportunity to replace him. You know, there's always good things that can come out of it. Playoff team, you're gonna be down the bottom feet. But here's the thing: you can build up your uh, rapport as a player and see how well you can do um, in a different setting. So that's a good thing for that. And uh, honestly, I think the one thing we kind of escaped from was the Warriors, the Warriors yes. themselves. Yeah. yeah. You know the D'Angelo Russell thing. I'm like D'Angelo. I don't think he's gonna stay. And that that, that don't make sense. You know, I think I think they'll look up around December and January. Because um, the situation is very, Draymond's in a contract here. You're basically just the 
next death show until Clay gets back. You might need to move that asset to build out the rest of the team to be able to still compete with yeah, the Clippers. I think that's why the answer is there now. Yeah. 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 So Clay's purpose. You, you really have to find a way to build out that roster to stay competitive in the West and move the Kevin Durant and some of the other pieces of yeah, especially in the Bible, you know, now he's in Memphis, and so when you lose the key pieces, so everybody's like, well, the, well, the, uh, the dynasty is done. Well, now it looked like, because now because of Iggy, yeah. I thought Iggy was the reason why he was going to stay, but then he wound up with Memphis. I think some other dirty stuff that got him they shipped him to Memphis of all places. And then that was like, yeah, that was a certain interview that he did, man. And I'm yeah. really thinking that that interview is the reason why you say, you know what, we got to get him out of here, man. Like, real. As he started talking about Jackson. I'm going to leave it at that. That's a good place to end. That's a good place to end. It's no secret that the NBA is full of drama. The NBA is full of amazing trades. They keep us on our toes until tip-off, really. And even and even then, it's not over. You've got the trade deadline. So thank you to Adrian Wojnarowski for helping us out during this Whoa. podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. If it weren't for you, we wouldn't have known about the market centers. So, Josh, where can the people find you? And you got some things on your upcoming podcast that yep. we can be looking forward to? Yep, so uh, Price Check Podcast is in the works. Find me on social media right now, uh, Instagram, Illmatic3, uh, Twitter, Illmatic underscore 3, uh, Facebook, Josh Price. Uh, we'll have some things dropping here soon with, you know, in the zone, logos, things like that. But uh, keep it out with the podcast. Hey, you ain't even follow me on, uh, I think it's either Twitter or Instagram. Oh, no, no follow backs? Hey, Hold on. What? <laughs> Let's what? change that right now. I'm about to tell you right now, this is where you can find me. Go yep. to the A-Train STL on Twitter. You can go to the A-Train Show on Instagram. Uh, you can go to the uh, In The Zone Network, NTC Network. Um, hey, also, we got the XFL coming, so if you're an XFL fan, you get ready to watch the XFL, go to the Lions. Two XFL, the number two and you guys know where to find me Ashley Wright I am Sports with Ashley on Instagram and the Ashley W underscore on Instagram and Twitter so that's it for the In The Zone show I am your new host of the upcoming season 5 Ashley Wright and we're signing off This is In The Zone. That just a bunch of damn bull. You should not have said that. His name has just been spoken. Spoken, must be worse broken. Papa. Too late to explain. Bulls. Watch out. Watch out. For the silly bulls. Bullseye. In the Zone Network.